One in two women wear the wrong foundation. Are you? Time to upgrade. Il Maquillage is the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. Available in 50 shades of flawless natural coverage, all cruelty-free. And with Try Before You Buy, it's risk-free. Take the Power Match quiz to find your perfect shade and try it free for 14 days. Go to ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz. Hi, I'm Caroline Ferry, and welcome to this week's episode of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. This week, I'm meeting Shutterbug's Kathy Redeutschen to hear how she turned her idea to open a bar into a reality. Here's Kathy's story. Hello, Kathy. Thank you for having us here at Shutterbug. Hi there. Thanks for coming, Dan. Um, okay, so we're here in Shoreditch in Shutterbug, which is your business, and it would be really helpful if you could just tell us what Shutterbug is and how it all began. So Shutterbug is a cocktail bar that has DJs um, on the weekends down in Shoreditch, and um, how it came about was, well, it was kind of came slightly the thing came slightly out of the blue that my friend told me about a space I wasn't looking to open a bar Mm. at all actually Um, I was on maternity leave and I was a marketing manager and I just wanted I kind of wanted something different the idea of going back to my office job wasn't really doing it for me yeah and um, so a friend of mine told me about a space in Shoreditch that I was spending quite a lot of time hanging out in at the time and um, we walked in here and I actually remember thinking like I suddenly got this kind of inspiration thing. I went, let's just do it. And um, I think it might have been a bit crazy. That's amazing. Considering I had a four-month-old baby at the time. It was <laughs> a bit nuts. And um, but, we, but we did. And we, we managed to um, work through the lease and do all the um, legals behind it. And mm. we opened six months later. So it was November 2012. So it only took six months from deciding I might be into owning a bar to like actually being open yeah so that's, that's what I was saying it was it was kind of it was kind of crazy and it the whole thing has been a bit a bit of a nuts and very, very massive learning curve everything has been like yeah, crazy but um but yeah so that, that's and so we started the and the concept has changed it's kind of evolved over over the three years but now I kind of feel that I mean, with businesses, they often talk about a three-year, you know, they always talk about a restaurant's fail in three years and you know, this whole thing about a three-year. But there is something now coming up to that, we're coming up to that anniversary and I kind yeah. of see that why that people talk about a three years because that kind of gets time to get traction, time to get known, people, enough people have been through your doors and had enough kind of press around it that then you can kind of in, in the groove of it all. That's really interesting. And when, so you were a marketing manager before. Had you ever thought you'd like to work in like the bar industry oh no I I had worked in I'd worked in hospitality since I was probably 15 okay so I I had done lots of different I'd chefed I'd waitress done managed places done quite a lot of things around and um and then I swore I didn't want to I I got sick of it when I left uni and I was like I'm not doing it ever again yeah and kind of flounced off and went (laughs) and did marketing for five years and then um but then this kind of came up and it just it just felt right at the time and I think that I kind of wanted a new challenge and so I kind of went for it and I did I did want to do I did want to do my own business for quite a long time yeah and I had a few different ideas um but then this one came along and I could kind of put the kind of business stuff that I'd already learnt in the kind of basics kind of do cross over whatever business you're in so I could kind of put them to work so it had started originally Shutterbug as 
kind of a crepery and bar and now the the bar and DJ section has gotten so big and so kind of exciting that's kind of taken over slightly yeah and so how did you decide when you were not going back on maternity leave you've told them they're probably Mm, pretty upset (laughs) and then uh, and you found this place and you're like how did you decide exactly what it was going to be because they're quite specific it's a specific thing you started on like crepes and cocktails really so I think my Whatever food I want to do, because I've worked with food in the past and I'm quite interested in it, I I like the food part and I was chefing for a long time. So um, I kind of wanted, I knew the style of food I liked. I like when I lived in Sydney, I worked, I loved their whole brunch culture. They're really good at it. They're really, they get up a lot earlier than the Brits. (laughs) So they're really good at the um, breakfast and brunch thing. So I like that idea. So I start, so we still do still do a lot of brunches. That's our big thing. We do still brunch, but the creperie bit kind of came as an idea. We're very, the indoor space is very small here. So we don't have a lot of space. We don't have a big kitchen out the back or anything like that. So it was kind of a practical decision, but it was also uh, because we looked at all the restaurants and bars in the area and nearly every place in the area makes does american food right really it's all burgers and ribs which is great but it was nice we wanted to do something a bit different and the whole crepe thing works because it you don't need much space to do it they're quite versatile you can do also you can do sweet savory and it's quite you can have them quite healthy you mm. can have them go quite meaty and do full we do like pulled pork crepe and we can do all this other stuff but so it was quite a practical thing but it was also a kind of nice little niche that we could go into so we do still do them but mm. because like you said the um the bar is getting is just packed and that kind of takes over a bit yeah so. I suppose you have to just kind of roll with the punches a bit and you're like that's what people want so we yeah. just have to go a little yeah, yeah. bit and um so once you decided you were going to come here um how did you actually start the business like did you start with a business plan did you have a partner I want to know like how you got the ball rolling because that's quite interesting to go from zero to bar. So, um, how have we got the ball? So I spoke to, and I've got some friends in the business. My, um, my partner's had done, he, he also works in the industry. He wasn't, he now works with me, we, my boyfriend and I, we work together, uh, but he didn't join us till this year two. So, but he was kind of in the background. He did help me with, so I put together a business plan. Right. Um, a friend of mine also helped me set up some of it he runs a coffee shop around the corner so he he also helped me a bit Mm. you basically have to go to everyone and just basically get help where you can (laughs) it's like that's the best way and then we had to go to the bank we had to do bank loans and do all go all that and it's so had you ever done anything like that before was that all brand new to you that bit was all new so Mm. so all the kind of I'd done kind of marketing plans but I hadn't done kind of full business plans before but I mean one of the things I did um in my previous job even though it was a completely it was environmental consultancy it was something completely different but one thing I did because I got on well with my boss I just I I did kind of try and learn everything I I could and kind of make the most of that situation yeah um and like learn everything just business basics and that I so I, I picked up quite a lot from him and how his business plan was so I kind of used that yeah and um so when you started this did you have a very big team or like because Presumably you had to hire everybody at the beginning. Uh, no, I had, what did I have when I started? I had three, uh, three staff. I had to fire one immediately, which was, that was like, no, I didn't know, that's a bit weird. I didn't fire him. I had, I didn't take him on fully. <laughs> and that was when it was like, okay, this is serious and I have to, you know, you can't. And that was when I realised that when you, it's your business, you can't 
have any dead wood basically you can't, if, yeah. they, if they don't match what you want and they're not what you want you can't it's that you have to let them go straight away and I wasn't gonna you can't let it just oh it might get better because it won't and it and it's just hurting you yeah when so it's you your have business to be a bit hot yeah regard, you have to learn yeah. to be a bit harsher so um how do you find like managing people and things like that had you done any of that before in your marketing job yeah I had, I had managed some people because I'd done events and restaurants and stuff so I did I did kind of, did have experience in that again is it again being when you're running it yourself it is slightly different that you you have a certain you have a lot more responsibility yeah. in the sense that you're paying their wages you're paying their rents you're kind of developing their careers so you, you and you so you take on a bit it's a bigger role than just as if you're managing in a in you, you're kind of middle manager in a different company, yeah. So because you're the only one, so but um, it is the the, man, the managing staff is one of the hardest bits, is it? Um, in the sense, just because you're dealing with people, you know, people are so and because it's by well, you know, it's late nights, it's antisocial hours, but it get but then the flip side of it is when it's good. It's at the moment I've got like I've got an amazing team working now. It's kind of over the years we've kind of got gone through people. People come in at different times. Um, right now, I've got a really, really good team, and it's going. It's everything's kind of touch wood. Going. Keep touching wood. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that, that is the thing. Is also you have to realise that you have to make the most of it now. If it's good now, it's just make the most of it because someone might leave next yeah. week and they hand the notice in. And it's like okay, but also I've also learned that when people do hand the notice, even your crucial staff, you will find someone else. There is someone else out there, and you can train them. You can put them in. So that's the also because I used to be like, oh my god, they're leaving. I don't know what they can, what we're going to do. And but actually, you just you you get you can get someone else in there, and you just can so keep long going. as you're still here, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, so along the way, has there been any like huge hiccups or things that have happened that you weren't expecting, like curveballs that you've you've obviously recovered from because the, the place is gorgeous and it's a big success? But is there anything that someone else might be quite comforted to hear that you kind of got through um I think that one of the things I realized with running my business is that you when what the difference between having my own thing and being employed is that you're when, when you're employed you're slightly cushioned from like the ups and downs of businesses even like when I was in my last job that it was when the recession hit and we everyone felt it but it, but with when it's our business I just feel that when it's mine it was you don't have that cushioning and so you feel like the like the lows and the highs you feel them so much more everything's so much more dramatic yeah so and and I've had days where they can you can have your worst day and your best day within the space of three hours and it, and it happens yeah you know? and, it, and it's ridiculous how it does happen and then then you get to the end and you're like okay wow and, and you do get used to it and you get used to, it's just much the drama's much higher mm. that's why I found it it's <laughs> quite exciting it's yeah, it, it, it is. And then that's sometimes when I kind of sit back and it's it's crazy and it's long hours. I think that's the other thing. It's, it's long hours because you, you're always putting, there's always more to do. Is it um, hard to switch off then if, if you've got these long hours and it's kind of all on you? Do you find it hard to ever not work? It Yeah, it is. I And it's because I've got, and especially now with everything being online as well, everything's there and you can... I can see the, what the till's doing on my phone. I can see the CCTV on my phone. Oh my so God. even if I'm not in, I can kind of, you know, that kind of thing. So you have to learn how to switch off that I don't do it very well. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's just hard because you're, you're always thinking about what can we do? How can we do it better? Or this has happened or so-and-so, we need to improve this. Because you're always thinking, how can we improve it? How can, that's what you always Course, have in your yeah. head. So it's, I, I mean, yeah, it becomes more like, 
it's like another yeah you're always developing it always thinking about it work in progress mm. and um so when you started um did you want to work for yourself because cause people start businesses for all different reasons don't they like did you start it because you wanted just to be your own boss or did you want I had this idea and like it had just has to happen I won't rest until it happens like or was it just independence and money like what what really motivated you at the beginning that's quite a good idea um quite a good question actually um we think I can kind of combination of them I think that I like the the independence of it is is quite good like and it's but I think that's some of it and also just not that my idea was particularly original. It's a bar, so it's not really. You know, I mean, there's a few things that we're really pushing as our our kind of USPs, like, like that lovely so, courtyard. So, the, so we've got this courtyard. So it's like outdoor drinking all year round, which is really it's it's, amazing, it's really great. And we've got um, we had one of the girls, uh, a lady called um, Camille Walala, who's a paint a street street artist, and mm. she's done this amazing wall, which I'll show you later. Oh, lovely! So we've got that, and then we've also got DJs, and we're really developing our sound system to be something that you kind of come in and you notice that. Because and now I'm so because uh, I, I know so I used to just go to places and notice the sound like if it's not good sound or if it's a really good sound place and generally that sound isn't very good in bars and so I'm getting yeah. re- I'm really fussy about it so that's one thing I was like right okay, we're gonna have somewhere that's got really really good sound system and um, and DJs want to play that's yeah. the and because then you get this thing it's, it's a really and because it's it's small you can get these really we've had really nice kind of little kind of they still go crazy but like nice intimate gigs where you've got the DJ right there mm. and they're enjoying playing and we're, everyone's enjoying listening to it so it's quite a nice kind of because it's small it's not like going to like a, a massive club yeah it's quite easy you know it's quite nice it's not too full on and um, do you feel like you've had you were saying earlier about asking loads of people questions asking for mm. advice and help and um, has there been any like good mentors you've had or people that you think I actually definitely couldn't have done this without them yeah um, I think that that's really really important just getting out to talk talk to people and to see who who of your your friends and people that you know like and this thing in network but yeah it's really been network is really really important mm. so um a friend of mine I've, I've got two friends one's got a, works in bar where has a bar and one works in a coffee shop right they those two were really important at the beginning also my boyfriend has done a lot to he he's we've kind of worked together we kind of took over when he came on board he kind of took over the bits that I wasn't doing so we kind of shared the roles which was really good mm. and his his experience in other businesses really helped so yeah, so I've, I've been to loads of I've, I've got the help from lots of different people, which is and it's really and even just from a, a sales point of view as well, because you never know. Also, being a bar that it's not, you know, it's not going a global brand, right? Yet, you know, yet <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but um, but also, like, you know, everyone's everyone has birthdays. Everyone has like wants places to do you know product launch, especially around here. So people that I knew, people that friends of friends that yeah. oh you know we've got a bar, can we come down? Can we do an event? Mm. And so so much of my so much of my work and. DJs coming down are people that either I know or know people, friends of friends and like word that. of mouth and stuff. Yeah, and it's, so it's really so being able to talk to people, getting in and, and meeting and getting to know all the like bars in the area. Mm. So it's quite nice. It's quite like a tight. It's actually quite a tight community around here. The, Is it? the bars, yeah. So it's helpful as well. And you mentioned about your boyfriend kind of picking up the work that you weren't mm. doing. And um, did you find there's parts of owning a business that you were just like, I don't want to do this or I can't do this? Like, is there any, sometimes people find accounting really difficult or anything to do with legal things a nightmare. Is there any bit of it that you were like, actually, my time is better spent on the things I'm good at? Um, 
he do, uh, Sam does actually do the accounting. So because yeah, because he he'd done it before. So he did. But one one thing I have to say that I've really really learned is that I think that you have to like you've got to know your numbers and get to. And so I think I was just I was thinking about it earlier about how we run it. And there's a I think here we have a, like a culture about that we tell girls that they're not good at maths like growing up and I really think that it's something that is so important and people get really intimidated by numbers and, and things but running a business you have to be able to like make friends with Excel Excel is amazing because <laughs> you have to do it all the time you have to like you always yeah. have to think about and also I found that like be good at mental arithmetic because people come and talk to you and they people will try and like try and scam you out of things and if you can do like quick mental arithmetic like that no that's not a good deal I'm not taking you on and you can really like People, because people are trying to intimidate, especially the other thing is like being a girl in business as well, because people yeah. try and intimidate you. Really, do they? Yeah, it's. I, ne- I was really, I really noticed it because that also a bar is quite an, it's quite a male environment in the sense of like the salespeople that come in, the bartenders, all this stuff. So quite laddish, maybe. Yeah, it's quite. Even mm. though like I was always really wanted to get, have an atmosphere that we we have quite a lot of girl, girl regulars, so I always want it to be more like a kind of not a sleazy dance floor, you know, somewhere you can go and dance and have fun. Yeah. Um, but I did come up, I have come up against, you know, in different areas and things that I never thought about yeah. that some of those people try and maybe, they kind of like discount you maybe or don't take you as seriously as you might, as they might. Mm. Um, and you think just yeah. being quite savvy and being like very sure of what you know and what you're going to mm. just is a way of combating that. Yeah, I think so. And things like knowing your numbers and also because also that in the end that's going to save you because you can see how we're doing on something. Is this worthwhile? And, and at the end of the day, it might be just a marketing bit, but if it's if it's something to do with your product or whatever you're trying to sell, you need to be able to kind of break down the numbers. Is it is this worth it? Mm. Um, should we maybe focus on this bit that's more profitable? And so it's always really good to go back to what you're making. What is your you know? Can we afford to put another staff member on? Like all those kind of things like that. It's it's just really 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 important to do numbers. That's sort the of thing I think is one thing I've really really learnt. I was. I wasn't. I wasn't bad at maths at school. I always quite quite liked it. Yeah. But since then, I've and now I use it every, like every day. I'm always having to do things like that. It sounds boring, but it, at the end, it's actually it it really is really really helps. And um, another thing I imagine is helpful is leaning on social media for kind of marketing and PR for your business. How have you found that? Are you into it yourself? I, I don't know how people did it before. Like I, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. I was like. Everything, all our advertising, all our marketing, everything we do is through social media. And even though we don't have particularly big followings, but still, like everything we do is has gone through through them. People find us through it. So, and, and everything I do is online. So now, yeah. so it's, it's quite amazing how that's changed. In whereas, you know, even all my rotors are on an app, my tills on an app, booking everything. Everything is everything is digital. Yeah. Even though people still have to come to the bar, mm. everything else is digital. Um. What would you say is the best thing about your bar? Because I desperately want to read you a review that I read online, mm. which is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. But I want you, first of all, to tell me what your favourite bit about the bar is. Um, and why I, people will come here. Like, what's the special I think bit? that it's, um, it's, a re- it's a really good, fun place to party. Like, we have a really, like, the, the, bar, the team are great behind the bar and they also make really good cocktails. Okay. Uh, they, which, uh, handily... Uh, lends itself very well to what I read (laughs) and I'm like this is so cute right this girl wrote the world can't be grey when there's Earl Grey in your gin (laughs) isn't that the cutest (laughs) thing you've ever heard in your life 
I read it that and I was like, right, I'm literally getting a taxi straight away. Oh. I'm going to Shutterbug. <laughs> that one's a cla- yeah, that was one of our classics that we did. Yeah, so so the, the whole kind of cocktail thing, I've got the guys are really, really good. Really? And um, I was I came down on, I was down here sampling some on Friday and they were, we did a special Halloween um, cocktail menu, tequila menu, which was very, very good. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the reason Halloween was so crazy. Sore <laughs> heads all over London today. Yes. <laughs> well, is there any final bits of advice? You've been giving amazing advice mm. throughout, but any more gems that you've picked up along the way that you would like to share, which someone might find useful? I think just um, talking to people, talking um, like putting yourself out there, I think is a really... Um, because it's really, it's really scary going out on your own is you're suddenly like out and everything that's why you're you're exposed to like the like I said the highs and the lows yeah because so it's it's pretty intense and it's yeah it's really yeah because it can be really full on but mm. also just put yourself out there and said so just just talk talking to people that whether it's you know your friends or with me I used to talk to customers a lot and especially in Shoreditch you have people doing like amazing things and you don't really you know you don't really think you're making their coffee every day and then you chat to, and they like oh we make films and it's like an Oscar-winning film, okay? <laughs> but also, just so people have always got things they're doing, and so you never know where your next. So events have come to us. We, did, you know, a festival came from like a like some friend just mentioned something, and then we just suddenly landed a massive festival gig. Wow! Oh, yeah. And so all these things. So you don't really. So that's the other thing. Is it kind of with the bar because we do off-site events as well. So things come out of nowhere, and it's like this comes, and suddenly someone else joins the team, or so you never really know where things are coming from. But that's what kind of makes it good. Good and scary, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's been really lovely talking yeah, to thanks you. Thanks, Kathy. Come down for a drink. Oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> thank you. And that was Kathy's big idea. Make sure to download next week's episode to hear how more inspiring women are making their big ideas happen. Find us on Acast, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. Bye. I have a secret. I wore the wrong foundation for years. Then I discovered Il Maquillage, the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews and 50 shades of flawless coverage, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. It's tough buying foundation online, but their Power Match quiz matched me perfectly. And with Try Before You Buy, you can try your shade free for 14 days. Take the quiz at ilmakiage.com slash quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.